Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. Welcome to episode two. Wow. Yeah. That was, uh, that was crazy, the feedback we got from, uh, the, what was it, not even five days ago, hey? No, it, we, recorded on, uh, we recorded on Friday night. Yeah. And uh, after ignoring my kid all day Saturday and getting to know <laughs> uh, the editing program real fast, I managed to post it uh, on Saturday and we got it up. Now, I'm no expert on these things, but there was how many downloads did you say? There were da- downloads uh, between the- both. Uh, we managed to split it up because we recorded both uh, episode one and the y- and the Oscar picks in one shot. Yes, I split it up into two, but between both of them, we're at like 200 hits off SoundCloud already. 200 streams. Yes, 200 streams. And we, as everyone knows, on the internet, one hit is the equivalent of 10,000 people. <laughs> so we're famous. <laughs> So just so everyone knows we're big shots now. Yeah, we're now actually yeah, owning. We're, we're, we're gonna start charging people for the downloads. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, I, you know, I was I was listening to it. It sounded really good. Um, and uh, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. Actually, one of one of the one of the comments I got was the fact that more people are listening to this than watching my short movies. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that actually, and, and yeah, sad but true. But hey, it makes makes us happy. I believe. Yeah. Um, did you want to get started on your stuff, or should I start on mine? First? Yeah, well, we'll go through the, the list, my list of notes. Okay, first and foremost, schedule. Todd, take it away. We've pretty much determined that we're going to record every second Tuesday. So every second Tuesday is going to be the recording session. I'm going to aim to get it out and released on Wednesday. Might get pushed into Thursday, but every second week you'll hear a brand new YMM podcast. And that is my promise to you. It'll be hosted on SoundCloud. Yes, SoundCloud's, SoundCloud uh, seems to be the way to go on this because uh, iTunes requires people that know how to use the internet and web page design. <laughs> that being said, um, a friend of mine uh, First was word kind I enough. was like, you need to know computers. Yeah. So I was like, I'm out. Uh, a friend of mine uh, was kind enough to basically secure some domains for us. So uh, it, sometime in the future, there will be a web page um, when in that future, I don't know, because it all depends uh, when the web page gets up, set up and whatnot. And uh, the web page will essentially be the hub for Twitter, Facebook, as well as the SoundCloud. So that, but uh, as of right now, as hopefully you guys are all annoyed by my uh, spam so far, Facebook page is up and the Twitter page is up. You'll see the links to the SoundCloud within those two. So that's going to be our primary hub. Once everyone on our friends list <laughs> likes it, then we'll stop spamming people. <laughs> Whoever they comment on it. But they won't like the goddamn page. Oh, that's intentional. That's just to get <laughs> under your skin, Todd. Um, okay, cool. So every second Tuesday, we're, we're going to be here recording. Uh, and uh, hopefully by Wednesday or Thursday, you guys will get a new episode. And we do promise that we will be focusing on forming Murray issues because uh, that's what this uh, podcast was uh, founded on. It is, man. Not many people like their Oscar picks ones. So I yeah, well, I mean, to... we, the, the funny thing is a lot. I, what I noticed was everyone was saying how much we, they're like, well, they're they're commenting on these movies, but they haven't seen most of them. Yeah, and we were way off. I hear too. good things. We were fucking 50% way off. Fifty percent wasn't that bad. Uh, well, you were way off. Just like, below. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I thought it was bad. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I really, I liked it. I like hearing the sound of my own voice. Todd is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I enjoy hearing the sound of your voice too. <laughs> right on. Um, okay, so just so you guys, just to reiterate, uh, web page will be coming at some point in the future. Um, are we updating the email address? Or are we keeping it as is for now? ymmpodcast.hotmail.com. We'll okay. leave it there for now. Until further notice, guys, that's uh, where you're sending the emails. And we are checking them. And we are... I got a flood of them the yeah. last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also uh, we, we do pay attention to the tweets and whatnot. So whatever you guys want to talk about, let us know and uh, we'll go from there. You know what I feel like? You know that SNL skit with the sweaty balls <laughs> went down the radio? <laughs> We're just not making the reference to cock and balls, so yeah. Not yet, uh, anyway. Yeah, so... Um, We're only five minutes in. So. Yeah, we still, got a, we still got a little bit to go. Um, one of the things I want to talk about today was uh, the movie FUBAR 2. Uh, those unfamiliar with uh, the background of this, uh, FUBAR was a movie that came out, I believe, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, it was an independent film, um, essentially about these two guys that lived the rocker lifestyle. They were based out of Calgary. It was a mockumentary of sorts. This was actually before the mockumentary concept actually really took a, a hold over the media. So it was it was a funny and and really revolutionary movie when it came out. Recently, um, the same the same guys came out with uh, the sequel Fubar Two. And the reason I bring it up is because Fubar Two is actually about Forbin Murray. Um, these two characters. Have you seen it, Todd? No, I haven't actually. Oh, so we fuck. can add another one to the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you do need to see it. And essentially. 
Oddly enough, I own it too, but I haven't what watched the hell? it. I haven't watched it yet. You need to neglect your child. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> working through my Star Trek series. Yeah. It's on the list. Good work. Just <laughs> dropping the Star Trek bomb right now, hey? Um, yeah, no, but uh, Fubar 2 is about Forming Murray. And uh, what I just want to talk about is essentially a lot of the misconceptions in that movie. Um, first and foremost, uh, one of the things that ever, a lot of people mentioned from Forming Murray about that movie is the location. Everyone's like, well, the oil sands doesn't come before. The city itself. Now, that's that's honestly that's a trivia. Is that what they did? They made well, it. yeah. They, they're driving through the site before they get to the city, kind of <laughs> implying that the city is in the heart of the oil sands, right? Just surrounded by fucking upgrading plants. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And now, now, interestingly enough, they really don't touch it. They really don't try to try to get into any political issue with the oil sands, except for one scene where they're actually traveling down Highway Two from uh, from Calgary, and uh, they get a ride from a. Uh, oh no, no, no! They're giving a ride. To this young man who's uh, an activist, and they have oh, this, sweet. they have a short-lived conversation about the the, the use of oil, the uses of oil, and they end up kicking him to the curb. Nice, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, it's just interesting. Um, if anyone, uh, if anyone's seen it, uh, you guys should tweet about it because uh, I'm interested to see what other people in Fort Murray thought about it. I thought it was funny. It's just uh, the only the only thing I thought I thought was, is this presenting Fort Murray in a bad light? Is it, is it saying that only these these types come to Fort Murray for work. Obviously, that's not true, right? Like, these guys are kind of, they were idiots, essentially. They, they play these very, very hard rock idiot type characters, right? They're here for the money and, you know, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> right. Not that anyone in Fort Murray is here for oh, the money. Say, like, I've seen many of the hard rock idiot types that come up here and, did they shoot anywhere in the town? Like, can yes. you see Fort McMurray? Uh, for, the Fort place? McMurray, uh, uh, what is it, the Fort McMurray Inn? The one just downtown across from the Tim Hortons? Across from the, yes. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, that was one of the locations. Oh, uh, so they went high they, class. They, yeah, uh, essentially for, um, for, the set, for, the, for the actual work site, though, they shot in Edmonton. Really? Yeah, yeah, because, oh. well, see, I heard they were who would give Diggers. them permission? Well, yeah, they, they were at Diggers, actually. See, when you, you want a bar that finds for McMurray Diggers is definitely very high on that list. Oh, that's so skeezy. <laughs> but it's a Fort McMurray staple, right? Like it really it's, it's been it's, there it's forever. It's one of those things that it's it's one of those, like, to the locals it's a bit of a like a dump. Everyone's like, ah, oh, we're going to Diggers site, what the hell? See, I, I like But to it picture, defines Fort McMurray. Though. I like to picture Diggers as uh Back in the seventies, it was a gentleman's club where people would show up in suits, and be like, "I'd like to grab a drink at the oil can tonight." <laughs> um, I mean, because obviously they've got accommodations there, and the, the, <laughs> have you ever wanted to stay there? Like, no, no. We sir. should add this to the undercover list of actually spending. Are the we night. actually going to do that? Are we actually going to go undercover? I don't. I don't think we're we're going to do that. <laughs> no, as soon as summer hits, I might find the time. And they never heard of Todd times. ever again. <laughs> Checks into the hotel Friday. Oh, we should do the podcast from. What, what's it called? The uh, I don't know. The Diggers the Hotel. The, the oil can. The, I hotel. know. The, is it the oil can hotel? No, I forget what. Holy it's called. crap! We've lived here. For there's so a long. restaurant there though. Yeah. Because there's a big sign there. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Oh, I know. <laughs> One meal there, and you might not be heard from again. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a Fort McMurray staple, though. Like those are the places that you laugh and joke around, but ultimately, like what happens down there? What? Well, I shouldn't really say that because I guess the, the bouncers kind of kill you if you get out of hand yeah but. see i've only been there once or twice and only because i got dragged there so not really a big fan of the area <laughs> as a whole well i'm pretty sheltered Todd. <laughs> i've been there once or twice once or more twice. than you and a couple times i may have been dragged a couple times i was probably doing the drag game but as in dressing in drag is this, <laughs> is this something we don't know about Todd? <laughs> Um, yeah, so FUBAR 2, uh, you guys should see it. Everyone should see it just because uh, it's just an interesting uh, concept uh, on uh, the city itself. Um, I'll tell you what. For, now, for episode three, yeah. I will watch FUBAR 2. And you can give me your and official I will give you review. A very elaborate review. You heard it here first, folks. Totsky's official <laughs> review of FUBAR 2. Um, cool. Uh, the other thing was, uh, I actually saw you posting on this earlier, uh, Tim Hortons. Oh, my fucking God. We won't have enough time in this podcast. If anyone that knows me on fucking in person, Facebook, Twitter, they know my absolute hatred for the Tim Hortons lineup in this town. It like it makes me fucking sick to see it. Both locations today. Downtown is definitely the one that I see had an accident happen, Mm. and I seen it twice today. I was at the red light driving north, Mm. and I seen one vehicle as two, one right after another. They're in that far right lane, turning down Hardin Street, and. Abrupt stop because the lineup is about six cars deep already on the fucking road. And 
to me, it, it's mind-boggling how stupid these people can be. Like, I love my Tim Hortons, too. I, I've become addicted to their coffee in, yeah. in recent weeks. But you think I'm going to stop in the middle of the goddamn road? Like, that, to me, that's, that's a sign of sheer fucking stupidity. And it just, it boils my blood. I was fucking shaking trying to fucking write that. that Are you sure it wasn't tweet. from the coffee? Pretty Maybe sure it, it might have been, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But what's um, worse is this. I, I, I made the point on Twitter ages ago. Like, if, to me, the worst I seen it uptown, I was actually driving to work one morning. This is like 5 a.m. And it actually backed up. Like, this is the one in Sickwood. Mm-hmm. It actually backed up where it was impeding on the Signal Road intersection. Like, it was starting to go into the fucking the merge lane. Like, where you turn out from Signal Road onto Thickwood Boulevard? Yeah. Like, it was getting into there. I said, this is absolutely ridiculous. And just prior to then, I actually saw cops or, or bylaw, one or the other. The police are powerless. Well, no, they went in the lineup and they turn on their lights and everyone kind of vacated. So I'm like, seems like, a, hey, like my, This seems like a job my, for my, Batman. My tweets are working, <laughs> right? So I'm at the gas station. I see how this lineup is really affecting traffic. I'm just fucking pissed off because I'm already late for work anyway. So I end up calling the complaint line. And this is the answer I get. Yes, we're aware of the problem, and there's nothing we can do about it. The words that despise my fucking existence. Yeah, sorry. Batman. <laughs> Batman? Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing we can do about it. So, of course, what do I do? I hit Twitter. Yeah. Right away to Melissa Blake, who I'll give credit for, who's actually pretty up on the whole Twitter thing. She answered me back with the, famous, fuck wor- you, with the famous fucking words. There's nothing we can do. And to me, I find that absolutely fucking horseshit. Well, I mean, I think with this, this goes back to what we were talking about on the last uh, show about uh, infrastructure. That one highway. I mean, essentially, there's. Is it the one? Uh, I don't think it's got anything to do with the one highway, though, because like, that could be. It, it's a main artery, essentially. Like, it, it could be just one or it could be many roads, but there's, you still got an abundance of people downtown that's turning on the Hardin Street. Mm-hmm. And up here, how many people go down Thickwood Boulevard? That's true. Like, to me, in order for, like, if I got to stop because there's a line of traffic that's trying to turn into a truck and drive through yeah. and have to sit there with my signal light on and wait because traffic is so bad in the mornings that yeah. I got to wait to turn left, get into a different lane to keep going to St. Paul's <laughs> school. Like, Losing stop, shit. Oh, uh, like, I'm vibrating now just <laughs> calm down, calm I'm down. Fly, I'm spitting. Well, I, and, and, and here's the real question. Pressure. Is, is the coffee really worth it? Ask the fucking morons that are there. And it's and if you look at some of my past Facebook posts, yeah. you will notice that there's some fucking idiots and they know and they exactly know what I'm talking <laughs> about right now, so I'm sure I'll hear feedback from this one. That are like, Oh, I parked there because I don't think it's a problem, but I'm I'm pretty good at it because I don't clog the access ways to like Shell and the dental office and out uh, public health, <laughs> even though people are behind me are beeping. <laughs> oh, that makes you the fucking prime citizen? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. To me, anyone that, if you see the lineup that's going to be on the road, you fucking go past, go somewhere else, or hell, heaven forbid, have you ever heard of going into the goddamn store? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck. And the sad part is, Tito, it's going to take a massive collision for the city to go, hmm, maybe we should do something Hundreds dead. Well, Batman nowhere to be seen. I don't think no one's going (laughs) to fucking die, obviously, but if I get rear-ended, I'll be going to the city, and I got fucking, I got Melissa Blake's tweet fucking saved to say there's nothing we can do about it, Todd. Yeah. And to me, that's absolutely the worst You hear fucking, that, Miss Blake? The worst Todd's things, after you. He's got uh, your number. The worst <laughs> things a politician could say. There's nothing we can do about it. There's a problem. Oh, well. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later about uh, politicians and tweets. Why'd you start it off like this now? I'll just get you going, fucking man. Fucking Christ. Just, just drink your mimosa. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Um. But seriously, did you fucking see it today? Like it was absolutely. I see it every day, man. Actually, no, I don't. I'm usually asleep by that time. But the thing is, yeah, it's pretty bad. But like, I guess my big question is like, what's the big deal about fucking Tim Hortons coffee? Yeah, I mean, it's good coffee, but whatever. Here's a question: Should Tim Hortons be held accountable? Hmm, that's a very good point. Something they did in St. John's, Newfoundland, the fucking second. Home to form internet, lock in your boats. <laughs> Email ymmpodcast at hotmail.com. What they did in, in St. John's, they had a very similar problem. Mm-hmm. And they actually said they weren't approving any more drive through developments in their city until the, the, the company that wanted to do it can provide a plan. Uh, I thought you were going to go another way with it. It's like then uh, in the middle of the night, they just took everyone from the restaurant <laughs> out of the back and like gets Started on your knees. <laughs> Just shot them. <laughs> shot them all. Massive execution. 
Yeah. But um, Tim Hortons must be just laughing at this because like, I swear to God, that line, there, there's no dead point. There's no dead points in that line. I've seen a lineup that's impeding traffic at fucking 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's not impeding traffic then, but like, fuck. Who's lining up for that at that hour of the day? Yeah, that's, uh, well, the taxi drivers, right? We have a lot of taxi drivers in this city. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess my, my whole bit on it is just, Tim Hortons isn't that good, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm not impressed. I don't know why, the, what, what's the big deal? And but, I mean, honestly, I, whatever's in that stuff, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to say, it. you know what? I think it's more just the fact that people like to be late for work. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Someone give me a reason. Seriously, give me a reason why you have to be at Tim Hortons Clogging up traffic, possibly causing an accident so early in the damn morning that it's that important. Oh, I'm on the coffee run. I'm important. I'm on the coffee run for my for my team, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. What I want to do, and I might use this podcast as an outlet, is actually <laughs> cause a bigger impede of traffic and walk up to the drivers and say, why do you think this is right for you to stop in the middle of a lane of Thickwood Boulevard to wait in this lineup for Tim Hortons. You'll be like, fuck you, kid. Pretty much. I don't think <laughs> I'll get, I don't get well, I'll just get a camera going through and get a camera like right in their face, right? And after the cops come, we'll be able to explain very easily that this is what we're doing. But I don't <laughs> don't understand what the need is where they gotta like clog traffic for that. You see the drive through is starting like it's starting to get out into the thick with uh, keep going. You know, what's interesting is uh a lot of people say say that Alberta in general, we have really bad drivers in Alberta. Because we have so much open space and we don't really follow the rules of the road, but uh, do we? Or or well, some here, people question, follow the rules do of the you, road? Do you do you signal light when you cross lanes? Yes. Do you really though? But I am. I am <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I am bad for cutting people off, and I'm sure this is going to piss people off. Like especially this intersection coming out of my house right here into Thickwood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It could be dead traffic, right? There may be one vehicle in the closest like right lane, and I'm trying to merge in. Yeah. He sees me trying to merge in, and all he's got to do is. Go to the left. Yeah. Let me merge in. He goes to the left, and then I wall as well. Yeah. But no, no. He's got to stay in this lane. So I'm bad for cutting people off that way, forcing them into that other lane. You dick. I am, man. <laughs> I am a fuck. You heard it here first. I will openly admit that I am a fucking very road rage driver. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you're just going to see an incident on the way to really? the fucking you're, airport. Really? Todd, but you're so calm and cool and composed all the time. <laughs> I've never seen an instance where you've lost your shit. And <laughs> How do you know when I lost my shit? What's what's the telltale signs? Do you smell like fucking? It's usually when we're on Xbox like... Live, and all of a sudden it's like Todd Hillier has gone off. Li- Fuck! I just said your name. Todd'sky has gone offline. <laughs> oh no! You said my name. Edit. They know my secret identity. You can edit now. it now. <laughs> you just, you just. I'm out there now. Everyone knows yeah. who I am. You can put a beep. <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. Who um. I am. Wow. That's uh. Yeah. That's uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of people with the same opinion there. But I mean, holy shit. That something like seriously, coffee's not worth it though. Well, no, it's not worth the fucking stupidity. And actually, a buddy of mine said it best. Where I can't remember, is it one of my random Facebook posts where I was just going nuts about this town, saying "fuck everyone who doesn't like it"? And one guy said, "Fort McMurray would be really good if it lost fifty percent of its morons." And he's gonna. At first, I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you call me a moron?" <laughs> and then I'm just like, "Well, no, he actually he's got a point." Wow. Uh, actually, on that on that same note, speaking of addictive sub- substances, um, I was I was uh, As in Tim no no, no I was I was reading a lot of articles in the past week because I was thinking of something to talk about this week. And uh, one of the things Dude, we're doing this bi-weekly, man. You better have a lot to talk about. Well, no. One of the things I was going to say was uh, drug use in uh, in the city as well as the province. So, I mean, because of the fact that the sites here they do the drug testing, people are going to more harder designer drugs. Uh, harder to detect and whatnot. Yeah. Now it's like, is that really answer? It's like, you're already, you're already being being told, okay, t- don't do drugs because it, your job's on the line. So wh- how is like, how, what goes through a person's mind that the obvious answer is, well, I'll just do something harder. <laughs> well, everyone actually, there's a good tweet that I read not too long ago from one of my arguments. I can't remember. There's so many of them, but he's like a lot of people because of the culture, the time, like you even said at last podcast where. People don't see the sunlight. Mm-hmm. They're working night shifts, constantly in the dark, generally gets them depressed. Winter gets people generally depressed. Mm-hmm. I think that was actually a study that's probably someone spent a ridiculous amount of money on to figure out. Right. So what do they turn to? Drugs. Pick me up. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Like, what am I doing right now? I'm drinking. Yeah. I drink a lot. I don't think I... I well, no, I don't get fucking smashed. You don't have a problem. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm coming out right now. Someone please help me. But no, I... 
is that bad? I don't think that's bad, is it? I don't have a problem. I mean, it all depends. How how it does it impede your quality of life, right? Well, see, I need it when I wake up because it just perks me up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> then I got to go to Tim Hortons, mix it in with my coffee. <laughs> and the lineup's always so fucking big that it pisses me off. Oh, that's brutal. That's but no, I, I like to have a beer mm-hmm. when I'm watching a hockey game. I like having a beer to settle down. I like, I'm like i drinking here because, hell, it's my fucking day off. And I've got to work for another while. And I like to... Yeah. I'm having a good time. But... I- <laughs> I'm drunk right now. Well, I mean, like, uh, like there was. Um... Do I get? Uh, it's funny because I actually well, I was working with somebody, and I was saying, "Man, I think I'm gonna have a problem because I tend to drink a couple beer every night on my days off." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What? Like how many?" I'm like, "Well, you know, one or two watching the hockey game or whatever." I don't. He's like, "That's not a problem." I'm like, why? What do you, what do you think <laughs> that? He's like, "Todd, I know people that have like two or three cases a night." I'm drunk right now. That is an <laughs> issue, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, maybe dude's got a point, right?" So yeah. Who are these people that are drinking that much at night, though? Like, holy shit. You seen out at work? I guess. You That's... get people in a fucking bar. Like, they got the, these these bars in the camps, which, A, I'm probably for because it keeps them off the road. Mm-hmm. They don't have to come in town, get plastered, and go out there. But have some self Fucking control. Control. Thank yeah. you. I was going to say sustain, but I don't think that's the Self-sustain. <laughs> Making up words. Like, if, if the Todd's Dictionary. If you're on a fly-in, fly-out program and, like, you're doing seven straight days, get tanked on your days off. Like, you got to work at fucking 6 a.m. <laughs> you don't got to be in the bar right until 11 o'clock just getting shit-faced for something to do. Or do you, Todd? Well, I like to interview one of these guys. See what goes through their head. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be fun. <laughs> Well, I don't I, have a problem, Todd. But like, uh, what? Apparently, uh, we've got a we've got a, a, a high surge of drug trade going on here in uh, in the city. Now, uh, they say that a lot of the problem though is coming from uh, the people that are the fly in fly outs. Essentially, they're the ones that are causing this to be possible because of the fact that they're transient, so they're less likely to get quote unquote caught. Right. So, do you think that we have a higher problem than anywhere else in this world? No, well, I wouldn't say the world. I'm sure Colombia has a higher drug. <laughs> okay, no, fair enough. In Canada, in Canada. Um, are we any different than Edmonton, Alberta? Well, You're, you know, you an, in interesting, an interesting, an uh, interesting, uh, an interesting thing I read as well was just the fact that apparently Fort Murray has been chosen for uh, uh, one of the main release sites for uh, Edmonton, Edmonton, as well as uh, another province's correctional facilities. So essentially, release sites. What do you mean they just well, what it means come up that, with a van and go go? <laughs> You're free now. Go boys, go. <laughs> Oil cans right there. Seven Elevens right there. I'm gonna shank me someone tonight. <laughs> um, no, uh, it, it what it what it is is um, when a person has uh, paid their debt to society, uh, they're back. They're out on probation, but they can't find work. But apparently, uh, this area is prime. For for people coming in uh, as a second chance because uh, well, we're in constant need, need of we need work we need, yeah we need people we need for workers, the work yeah yeah we need workers so is that a core is is that a correlation that are these guys career criminals as it were right like I know there's some stats on this and maybe by next yeah we're pod- just talking out of our asses <laughs> maybe uh, for next podcast I will do some research on this part right here I think they actually did a study on it and we are no different. We're no higher, we're no lower, lower, we're actually right on par with the major centers in Canada. Now, some people could skew that and say, well, we're not as high as the population as Edmonton or Calgary, right? You're comparing 1 million to 100,000, and we still have the same drug use. But to me, if I wanted a fucking fix, it don't matter if I'm living in fucking Lac La Biche, Alberta, or it doesn't matter if I'm living in downtown Toronto, I'll find it. I'll know where to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like my son is just walking. The everyone just everyone like, should note like, that. Uh, we smoke it right now. If you go looking for it, sir, you, no. will, you will find what you're looking for. Well, I mean, I, I guess that's uh, that's the big problem with drugs at the, as a whole. They're just that easy to find, right? Um, is, there, is there a spot where it's hard? Well, I mean, is, okay. Well, are we... Are we in RoboCop Detroit territory where the drug problem has gone what so bad? Wait, wait, RoboCop the movie? Yeah. It wasn't like 89 or something? No, no, what year was the actual setting? Remember oh, what I don't it said? Know. Was it 1997? Usually, uh, 1997 was the golden number back then. It was the early 2000s. So. Oh, early 2000s? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, actually, interesting enough, did you read I about Detroit Detroit making a statue, statue of RoboCop? Are they actually doing it? I thought the mayor said, fuck no. Yeah, yeah, and uh, recently, if you guys uh, go online and... Uh, uh, look up. I believe his name is Peter Sellers, the actor that played RoboCop. Okay. I could be wrong. He Murphy, did. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay. The actor who played RoboCop did a video on Funnier Die, 
where he's campaigning for the Sweet. Robocop statue, and he's wearing a, a beer a beer uh, bo- a beer uh, can box on his head, and just like Robocop. <laughs> so he's tanked. We want to keep going around yeah. the whole thing. Well, well, what I'm drunk. getting at is okay. So the, the the world of Robocop presented drugs. It was insane. If you yeah. saw the third act of that movie, he literally walks into a warehouse and. The walls are made out of drugs. He's shooting and it's like fucking coke flying everywhere. <laughs> Robocop was hot. That's what I'm trying to get at. Nuke. Well, that was Robocop too, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the whole, it was like a, a sign of things to come. The, the war on drugs is we're losing the war on drugs. And what I'm getting at, Todd, is eventually we're going to need robotic police to stop the problem. <laughs> so Don't what, laugh at me like so I'm not serious. What the Fort McMurray? <laughs> You're high right now. Piss in this cup. <laughs> Well, the what we need to do is find an RCMP officer, take him to a warehouse, shoot the shit out of him. That was a great scene. And then Melissa too, Blake can pay to have him rebuilt. And he'll, oh, he'll run on oil sense. She won't do shit for Tim Morton's line, but she'll pay for this fucking uh, yeah. Robo police officer. <laughs> he just uh, ends up, you know, it's like, oh, the Tim Morton's line. Robocop <laughs> walks up, I'm sorry, there is nothing we can do. So long, citizen. Just picks up the car, throws him away. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> drinks his coffee. <laughs> I need this to live. And this is the last episode. <laughs> I think we're canceled after this. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. What I'm getting at is, it it is a major problem. Even though, I, I like. Here's the thing. Um. I'm not. I mean, you and me, we're not drug users, right? Right. <laughs> but what I'm getting what at if is, I just hauled out but, the fucking thing. But it, it, it's now. just like. Right, it's like do it or whatever. This is the podcast. Yeah. This is what we gotta nuke? do. You want to use some nuke, Todd? Um, no, we are not average drug users, and that's one of the things. About- and, and that's the whole. But here, here's the thing: we're even, even in our normal day to day lives, we are exposed to this culture. Now, is it, it is it just us? The fact that like, is it everyone that's exposed to this, or or or, or is it just me noticing this? The fact that like, not just regular drugs, but like heavy used drugs. Like, like this is stuff that, like, you know, I go to Edmonton and I'm in a social setting and someone will drop the meth bomb. It's like, oh, I'm going to go do some meth. And I'm like, man, I got to find new friends to hang Holy out with. shit, yeah. That's, that's a little <laughs> hardcore. Like, someone busts out a joint and say, hey, you want to get high? It's like, no, man. get high, Todd? No, man. It, it's not worth my fucking, my high-paying job. I'm high right? on my parents' love. <laughs> Give them the cross symbol. No. Yeah. But, oh, I had a train of thought there. I totally lost it. It's because you're drunk and high. No. <laughs> it's like we get accused of being drug users. Well, so, no. Like you said. Episode two. We got high. <laughs> drunk and stoned. Welcome to Fort Mac. Yeah. Just for just for everyone. Drugs are funny unless you're doing them. <laughs> then the joke is on you. Well, no, like, no. You just asked. You said. The more you are know. We, no. It's just power. Are we more. Like you said. Are we more educated? Receptive to receptive it. Receptive to yeah. it. Yeah. To me. Any kind of argument like this, I'll always go back to parenting. Mm -hmm. My parents taught me the difference between right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Some parents don't. I've seen it firsthand. Some parents just let their kid fucking let their kid go wild while they're editing the podcast. It's just like, what the (laughs) fuck, right? But no, some. Daddy, what is math? (laughs) Like, my parents. Kickson, stop smoking the cat. I said to daddy. But no, like you said, your parents are very strict. Yes. And well, my parents, that, yeah. well, my parents weren't, but they gave me the ultimatum. Like at first when I was like in grade 10 or 11. The total like, Well, no, my dad would just be like, you must be in by 11 o'clock when I don't have school, right? Yeah. I push it to like 1130. Mm. You must be in by 1130. I push it to 12. Eventually my dad. It must have been nice to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually my dad said, listen. You know what you have to do. You're old enough to know the consequences. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like the end of a movie. It's like, you got the juice now, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that was past the test. Yeah. But he said, as soon as your grades start slipping, he said, your ass is mine. And he said, the day you come home in a cop car or I have to go pick you up from jail, he said, you'll never see the light of day again. So, so, and that was so enough. Basically, he's like, you're allowed to get as high as you want. Well, but if it ever affects our family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucking... I was just gonna, no, if, if, I was gonna start going into weed stories, if there, it, but if I've works, never smoked weed before. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> but I mean, no, you're right. If it, 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 the thing is, um, I was maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm I'm noticing the reception to it just because the fact that I live uh, I grew up pretty isolated, mm. so I was never put in that social setting very often where uh you know recreational drugs are being offered. Fuck, but the thing I was is, there all the time. Now that here's my concern though, uh, it, it, it and and now we come into uh, modern day Fort Marie. Parents, like, how do how do how are they dealing with this now? 
like, I mean, are, are kids smarter? Do they, I mean, like, honestly, when I, when I remember when I was in school and they told us that certain drugs are cut using, uh, cleaning products. Right. Yes. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, like I remember one time I went to the bathroom and there was some leftover Ajax uh, on the toilet seat. Buddy, have you ever been to Cowboys where you walk into the fucking bathroom and you see Buddy doing lines off the toilet seat? Like, I don't, I, I don't think you've reached a low. Hence why I don't go to Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I've been long. Well, I don't think it's called like Club Envy now. I, like, <laughs> I got to take a shit. <laughs> ah, my Coke. <laughs> my ass is fucking burning. Yeah. My ass is high. I'm ass high. <laughs> but I don't know, as a parent myself, like, it's about educating your kid. Yeah. Exactly what my parents did to me. Mm-hmm. Would I absolutely lose my shit if I fucking seen my son smoking a joint? Mm-hmm. Well, I, at three years old, yes, I would. <laughs> but as fucking, <laughs> if he's 16 or 17, gotta talk to him, tell him what's, as long as he knows the risks, yes. Now, if I saw him doing a fucking line of meth or coke or whatever, I don't know how they smoke, but they smoke meth, whatever. <laughs> Different story. Only reason why is because I got the training of emergency response, right? Like, I've taken people 20 years old mm-hmm. having fucking MIs, heart attacks, mm-hmm. because of drug use. Yeah. It's not worth it. Getting stoned on your days off, that's a debate for another fucking podcast, I'm no, sure. No, but here's the thing. But fucking doing the hard shit. I always told my brother one thing, and he might kill me for fucking saying this. No pills, no powders. Actually, the, that's where I'll draw the fucking If you've line. ever seen the movie Knocked Up, um, uh, Egon... Oh, that's the, what, yeah, that's he basically says if it's natural, it should be fine. But if it's a pill or something else, yeah. then stay away from it, right? Yeah. Um, that's always been my, like, that's, that's one thing I've been strict with my brother. My brother's six years younger than me, so I was kind of like the mm-hmm. third cool parent, I guess you can say, growing up. <laughs> All my parents were Just giving, because you said you were co- the cool parent, that made you the uncool yeah, parent. <laughs> Walking around with the hat backwards. Yeah. Hey. Leather jacket. Hey. <laughs> Take off that jacket, Todd. <laughs> But I always told them no pills, no powders, right? Right. And um, I'm going to use this. I'll tell it right now on air. I'm going to use the same philosophy with my son. Do I want him fucking smoking weed in the house straight in front of me? No, man. So, so, you okay. go in the fucking bush like we all did in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you go in the bush for everything, including women. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what I was going to say, though, is, okay, so we the education is there, right? And you're if saying the parents are willing to give it. No, you're right. But here, there's an added incentive to that. Essentially, in Fort McMurray, it's a unique environment in the fact that 90% of the employers here drug test. Like, it, 90? I think fucking like a, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excluding, you know, certain. Well, no, uh, I think the only major employer in this town that doesn't drug test is the fucking regional municipality with Buffalo. Really? City. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. But what, what I was going to say is, okay, so that's already incentive not to do drugs, but we're getting the opposite effect. Essentially, Drug users are skipping the intermediate yeah. step and going to the much harder stuff because right. it goes through your system yeah. faster. It's funny because you, you listen to these people. It's like, oh, I got to <laughs> – it's not like – like you talk to a heavy drug user that you know. It's not, it's not like they're like, oh, I got to quit because I got a drug test coming up. <laughs> it's as they're smoking. <laughs> it's like as it's crackhead Charlie. <laughs> well, as they're smoking the joint, they're going to be like, oh, shit, I got to buy this expensive drug that's cleanser before I do my drug test. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not worth like, it. Like it's, it's – well, that's totally it, right? It's to me, it's not worth a very high paying job that I have. Yeah, but I, I mean, that, that's it's not even that high paying. It's just it provides for me, it provides for my son. Yeah, it's not it's not worth losing that. It's not worth me going to McDonald's and flipping burgers. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure McDonald's drug tests these days. Really? I think so. Cause... I'm pretty sure you have to be high to work there, man. <laughs> this is like, how do you get through that shift? Ten hours of flipping burgers. <laughs> like that, that's enough to that's enough to keep me clean. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I wouldn't do no hard drugs anyway. Yeah. But f- stopping me from smoking the occasional joint well, exactly. is, is getting drug tested. I say, fuck no, it's not worth it. I- exactly. And and that should be the incentive. But instead, we're getting the opposite effect. You're right. right. On some people. Yeah. yeah. On some people. Like, And the, the whole thing is like, I guess what we're trying to say, folks, is don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's we not really, worth it. We really turned into an after-school special there. <laughs> to me. We should open this episode with uh, <laughs> an after-school special clip. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah, but I mean, essentially, um, yeah. And, and to me, it's about like everything in life: moderation, mm-hmm. regulation, and knowing your limits and knowing when and and not. Now, like I said, part, the uh, like, well, like you said, the the main part, the main reason for this podcast was to shed a positive light on the city. Yes, and and I remember growing up here. Well, like the well, drug. The, I mean, granted, I wasn't the biggest social butterfly, but drugs weren't that 
big uh, predominant in me growing up. And this is, I went to school in comp, which is, has such a bad reputation now, the right? Dirt, the dirt. High yeah. School. But here's the thing. Like I never heard of, uh, I mean, it was, it, you know, I, I heard it. I was like, Oh, so-and-so is smoking weed. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. He's a dope head. <laughs> he's a stoner. <laughs> he's jive. <laughs> it's like, jive, Tito, Tito, stop talking like you're in the seventies. <laughs> What'd you it's graduate? Seventies. Come listen to some NSYNC. <laughs> Dirty pop. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it, um, it, and, and that's what I grew up in. But what I'm, what I'm concerned about now is what, what do, what do the young people do now? Well, I'll tell you Just one thing. High. Like, like, <laughs> I, I went to Merck. Yeah. The Catholic school. Now, to me, there was no difference between Merck, Westwood, or Comp. Right, right. right. And after I, gra- I graduated in 2002, after I graduated, they got a fucking RCMP officer in there now. Yeah. How how south did they go? See, we're this close from Robocop. Is that Todd? <laughs> we need that Robocop. The right? kids just shoot him. <laughs> it's like, no, it's that scene from the first one. Except not in the warehouse. Oh, I can really use agent. some drugs right now. <laughs> oh, I hope these drugs can cure me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, and I mean, to me, it's about exposure. Like it, it's about knowing the consequences of what you do. Education is absolutely vital. And yeah. it's about parents playing a predominant role. Like, if I listen to my fucking friends, like, about sex, about driving, about drugs, I'd probably still be in the same situation. But you get what I mean, <laughs> right? Like, it, it, it was, it's, it's, listening to your friends is different than listening to what your well, parents do. Well, here's the thing. When, when you're, you're growing, growing up, up, your parents are always fucking wrong. But yet, when you grow and up, when you grow up, you realize, holy, holy shit, shit, they're fucking right. Yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have stuck that up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was right the whole time. <laughs> Condom what? <laughs> but no, but like, um, no, you're right. And the thing is, uh, uh, for all of our under 18 users, or under 18 users, users. Under, under 18 <laughs> listeners, Podcasts you guys shouldn't be listening, drug. you little motherfuckers. <laughs> Go to the, bed. <laughs> Podcast um, is the only drug you're allowed to use. Yeah. You can get high on us. <laughs> Seriously, don't try to smoke us. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So, so I mean, it, it's an issue. I would love to hear from uh, any of the people that listen to the podcast that are parents uh, on their opinions on this. Like, um, is it a concern? Um, what are, what are, what is, what is the city doing as a, as an anti-drug campaign? Cause I don't, I honestly believe that there should be one. If I tell you about the D.A.R.E. program, do you know what that is? Yes, I know what the D.A.R.E. program okay. is. Well, no, it's surprising. I thought but for he- sure you'd say no. But here's the thing. D.A.R.E., I, you know, honestly, growing up, I'm like, D.A.R.E., what the fuck is D.A.R.E.? When I was growing up, the D.A.R.E. program was very really pre- predominant in, in my school, but I didn't know what it was. I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. an interesting-looking shirt. It looks like someone got shot in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is this about shooting? Good call. Is this, is this a Murphy is a thing? Gang thing? Like, I don't want to get shot like Robocop. <laughs> but now, hold on. Like, to go on the effect of it, do you think the D.A.R.E. program is effective? Like, do you think someone coming to your school and saying, hey, kids, drugs are bad, is... is <laughs> go like that, waving his hands around. <laughs> drugs are bad! <laughs> it's like... Wacky inflatable tube man! Wacky inflatable tube man! It's like, that. I'm pretty sure that guy was high. <laughs> like, to me, a, a bigger impact for me would have been the someone to say, come in and just tell a story, like, kind of like what we're doing now. This is... I was a drug user for this many long, and this is what happened, right? I was doing coke since I was 18. I had my first heart attack. Now, now here's the thing. That would have more of an effect. You're right, but it shouldn't be a scare campaign either. Like, these people should be honest about what they're talking about, but scare not. Scare truth. Is there a fine line? Well, but here's the thing. Like, scare tactics rarely work. If anything, it'll just make people curious as to, is that true? Now, uh, <laughs> let's try it. Well, no, it's like, will it make me go insane? It, you know, but the thing is, uh, I think the, 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 you know, just be honest about it. Like, you know, is, is marijuana going to kill you? Probably not. But the thing is, but is doing 10 lines of fucking blow a week going to probably yes. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like understanding what these drugs do. Like now that's one big thing. Um, I, I learned the most I know about drugs by actually watching like, uh, videos on exactly how these drugs uh, work in your body. What are the receptors? Which like, is similar to my experience. But yeah, and, working and an ambulance, you know what? And right? you can you can work that into a curriculum. Like essentially, like this is chemistry, right? This is how it works, right? Yeah. But I mean, but like, I'm thinking like like maybe I'm just saying like the awareness program should be changed around, where instead of sitting there saying only cool people like don't do drugs, and you have fucking uh, I want to call him Woofy the dog. What was it off the Simpsons? I can't remember. Barky, uh, Scruff, Scruff, no, whatever, uh, Poochie, oh, Poochie, Poochie yeah. the dog saying don't do drugs was more stupid and, and, and pointless than actually some guy saying, hey guys, you're sitting there 21, 22 and you're going to the fucking hospital and because you got coronary issues because you like to do blow for those fucking two years when you're at a party, 
is it really worth it? Yeah. No. To me, it's not. It's just like cigarettes. I never understood cigarettes. Here's something that'll give you lung cancer. Yeah. Now, uh, all for what? You a little buzz? Now, to be fair, I think we're getting a little bit off topic just because of the fact that, like, uh, just essentially, yes, we we understand that drugs are bad in general. But, like, I mean, in terms of the Fort Murray setting, I kind of just want to know, has the mentality of drug use changed from what what I'm understanding in recent years? The the fact that people are just skipping the the experimental stage and just going into the harder stuff just because it's, Oh, social setting. Let's do that because that's usually how people start. Because they're, you know, they'll they'll be in a same reason people start smoking. Same people, people, same reason people start drinking. They're in a social setting. They it, it relaxes the mood, and yeah. they'll do a drug or they'll do whatever. I understand right? the concept. Like to me, in my opinion, I don't have to do any more. Like to talk about formulary specific, I don't have to do any more work. Fuck! If I'm muted, I'm gonna freak. No, no, I don't think you're okay. Right. If I don't have to do any more work here mm-hmm. than what I got to do at Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver. Right, like I, like everyone says, Fort McMurray is a drug central. I don't think it's any more prevalent here mm-hmm. than it is in any other major city or any other town in in, in Alberta or Canada. Even like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. People from Columbia, I'm sure, can get coke like that. But yeah, that, just that, pissing that, on Columbia right now. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, Columbia, get these to me. <laughs> that's all I'm saying is I'm pretty sure I can go down to a fucking Seven Eleven on Jasper Ave and score some coke very easily, actually. No, I mean, that's fair, but I mean, uh, what I'm getting at is that's okay. That's fair, but right. But uh, what I'm, what I'm saying is usually it comes down to escalation, right? Um, essentially because people are want to avoid getting caught at at work with, you know, drug tested, Uh, they're escalating. that and I then understand. they start wearing masks. And yeah. then we have the Joker in Foreman <laughs> Murray. Okay, Todd? And that's a problem. And here comes the arc. Yeah. <laughs> what are we at for time? Here comes the 40 arc. 40 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, not not to delve too much into it, but, I mean, I, I just want to know what parents right now are thinking in terms of this. Like, what I mean, is it a concern? Do you, do, do we trust do we trust the system to kind of like educate uh, young people and even yeah. even adults? It's not even young people. Also, you adults, never right? trust the system. Trust in yourself. I'm speaking. Just as, believe in yourself. Well, no, I'm speaking as a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Don't rely on other people to teach your kids what you need to teach them yourself. Yeah, well, that's, that's fair. You know what? Uh, I don't rely on anyone else. My, to teach my, my dad, kid. my dad always said that uh, uh, a person that can't find parents in the household, they'll find them in the street. Good. Right, so, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mr. Fucking Tito, right on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Twitter. So you were going to talk about uh, Do- Donald. Whoa, we don't want to. <laughs> Do we? What? Oh, we'll just call him Donald. <laughs> Councilor-elect Donald. <laughs> Councilor-elect Donald. I wanted to bring up a little situation that happened a couple few weeks ago that I thought was rather interesting. The influx of Twitter. We all see everyone start using it. I Personally, I like it better than Facebook just for the fact that I can tweet quicker. I don't even know why I like it, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still trying to comprehend this whole Twitter thing. I just yeah, I uh, explain hashtags. I, yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand. What, it's like, you got you to gotta bond the hashtags. I'm like, fuck. Oddly enough, because when you actually do a search on Twitter, it doesn't require a hashtag. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's for. Well, well, it, just, it makes it easier. That's all. Well, here's the thing about Twitter. Um, the whole reason I even open it is because the fact that um, – uh, as you know, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to build a website, right? And so I need to kind of integrate multimedia into it, right? Uh, and Twitter is one of those things. But the thing is, yeah, I, I don't I don't get Twitter. Is it just because I'm old? Is that it? <laughs> is I'm, am I too old for no? Because I remember me and you talking about Twitter initially. And the only reason why I signed up for Twitter is was WestJet was given was actually purposely saying in the statement that they were doing a contest like for free flights specifically on Twitter. So that's the only reason why I signed up initially. Ah. But then I started fucking really getting into it. Get you know. addicted. It does. <laughs> it is. It's surely something that is purely addictive. And to me, as much as I like Facebook, as much as I'm a social media whore, I enjoy all kinds of social media. But to me, Twitter, I don't know, it, just, it, it provides you just that extra personalization that Facebook Speaking can't. of addictive substances, yeah, man. Freaking <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Like, can someone tell me how, like, Facebook is fucking addictive. And if you're telling me it's not, fuck you. You're lying. Because no, I'll find is. your profile on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know of and maybe. I will see that you're online. I know of a handful of people that have uh, have been able to escape the blue and white claws of Facebook. My brother has. And I give him props, man. He has. He is he it. a better person for it, though? Is he, I, is he like, I'm free? <laughs> well, no, because the, the idiot, like, I'll send out a fucking update or some news or something. And he's the only fucker I got to call. 
And that's what pisses me off. Well, they, I'm just like, but Todd, it comes down to why don't we call each other anymore? Why don't people talk? I mean, part, oh, what part of the reason here? I like this podcast is because we actually get to, to sit down and, and converse face-to-face. Yeah, true. Maybe that's what everyone needs to do, just podcast each other. <laughs> there used to be this thing called phones, and they used to call each other. It's we true. used to do this thing called socializing face-to-face. So, I mean... An it, interesting stat came out, actually. It's like, what was it, like 75% of people do this with their cell phones? What do you think that answer would have been in, like, 99, 2000? What's a cell call phone? Call. Or, <laughs> yeah. But was the answer in, in 2011? Text. Text? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, te- text takes all the emotion out of it, right? And that way, people can't read what you're really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, it's just people, can, people and I'm included in this, okay. say more, or oh, more honest, like through text or email. Which is interesting because a text or an email seems like more of a solid, solid archive of what you've said mm-hmm. than words. Because words, you can be like, oh, I never said that. Fuck you. I didn't no, say no, that. No, yeah, you're right. Let's it, go do some is. drugs. <laughs> Well, I didn't say drugs. I didn't do drugs. Well, yeah, and meanwhile, uh, you tweeted about it. Right and, here. And, and I'm high. And that's the whole thing. Like, it, you, um, unless unless you've got a lockdown on what you're doing on uh, Facebook and all that stuff, I mean, yeah. And I mean, it's part of the reason why I share very minimal personal information on Facebook. Yeah. Because of the fact that Facebook scares me. Because it's it's scary. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's me. <laughs> To me, it's just an outlet. Like, I honestly have very little to hide myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, someone asked me what my opinion is. Like, I'll give it to them. And it's only been lately that I've been like that. I need the last couple of years. <laughs> someone would give me an opinion that would be like, it looks great. When it, look, it looks fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. But I went through a phase where I'm sure it'll be a story on a, on a future podcast because it's a very interesting story. Just not for here. Right now. And... <laughs> I've I've been very honest with myself and other people. Mm-hmm. It's hurt me in some very very sensitive categories. Yeah. But as a whole, I think it made myself just more true to myself. Like someone right. asks me my opinion, I'll say, like you, you'll ask me my opinion on something, and I try to be critical about it. Yeah. Like if I say it's really good, then honestly, that's what I that's what I think, right? Fuck you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but what I'm getting at is essentially. Um, I mean, uh, it's becoming a problem where people don't socialize enough face to face or even on the phone anymore. Mm. And uh, it's true. I mean, eventually, it's you know, it's RoboCop's right around the corner, man. It's gonna take <laughs> RoboCop over. is true. It's gonna it's happen. It's gonna happen. We're we're gonna be all downloaded into computers, and then there's gonna be no sex for anyone. <laughs> and that's when it, things are gonna get serious. When, everyone, when people stop fucking. That's when we got to worry. Cyber, <laughs> cyber sex is going to be our only option. Lame. <laughs> but back to Twitter with, like, so Twitter's been this outlet of just, to me, it's been an outlet of raw emotion. Mm. And everyone's been jumping on the Twitter the Twitter train, as one of my friends called it, which I thought was kind of funny. A lot of these people that, I thought Twitter became very prevalent for McMurray during the last election. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of people up for election, current, uh, current uh, what do you call them, electees? I guess, yeah. Whatever. Current politicians was, mm. was having them. And I think the election actually got quite heated on Twitter. And to me, it was great. Like, I, I thought to see Melissa Blake or any of our counselors actually on Twitter. You, you know what that reminds me of? Um, back in the 60s, um, Richard Nixon and JFK, they were the first televised debate. And what if there was really? a, there was a bit yeah there was a big controversy about what was going on at the time because the whole concept was um, up until that point debates were on the radio right well yeah. in in the modern age were on the radio and there were two very different opinions of what people thought came out of that debate because people that heard it said Nixon was more intelligible he knew what he was talking about he he obviously had the experience over JFK. Whereas people that watched the television said JFK came came across as more endearing. All about he, image. He seemed, and and that's the whole thing. It's all about it. Now, how does Twitter come in? Does a profile picture mean that it, it, equivalent is the equivalent of image, or is it all in the in the pen, as it were, the proverbial pen? And like, how eloquent can you be online? Well, no, I've always I've always hated the initial stereotype. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you tweet, how you talk, how you say, yeah, how you post, right? It, it, that that to me, it should make your opinions on something now that now it comes down to can are people for example like when you tweet or whatever are you accountable for that though especially if if you're rep- like for example the reason i preserve the I, I i i like the anonymity of facebook and and keeping my personal information out of it is because i can express my opinion right and and i can't be held accountable for it i mean it's just me you know talking shit with my friends now what if you're an official 
and you know you, you're in a position of power and you've got an official you know Facebook page or Twitter page. Are you accountable for what you're saying there? Well, this is what we're going to talk about right here because a couple weeks ago, a counselor-elect who has a Twitter page did something that I thought was very admirable. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear your opinion on it. Some couple of assholes in Edmonton, I believe, there was where they're at. I'm not going to say their names because, well, just search Twitter and I'm sure you'll find exactly what I'm talking about. This is what they tweeted. They hashtagged YMM, so for McMurray, so mm-hmm. it's searchable, which is how we all got onto it. They said, YMM as a whole spent my first 22 years there. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat. A whole lot of what? <laughs> well, right off the bat, I'm just like. This- well, you mean H-O-L-E whole? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Pound YMM uh, as a whole. I, I know. I was, first I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> the joke was lost. Anyway. Okay, yeah, so it's a whole. It I spent I spent my 22 years there. So right, right off the bat, they're on the radar as Bash and Fort Mac. Yeah. So before anyone can really get involved with it, a counselor says this, and I thought it was great. Thank you for your comments. It's been improving as the idiots leave. And oh. these guys are based in Edmonton. Here's the debate. Mm. Should you have a counselor say stuff like that? Well, I mean, have you have you ever watched the House of Commons feed? No, I didn't actually. Like, there's uh, Parliament. Uh, like, Kramer loved it, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. But it's really boring. Like, you you think something exciting would happen because it's like it's almost like that Senate from Star Wars, right? Yeah. Where they're just like, you know, uh, blah blah blah. Let's send in the clones to blah. Uh, you know what? I didn't pay attention during those part of Star Wars, but essentially, I did pay attention to the part where Yoda and uh, Darth Sidious. Go at it, right? And then they're just like throwing the fucking Senate at each other. And it's like, holy shit, politics just got interesting. But <laughs> this is what they do all the time? Yeah, so I sat down and I turned on the House of Commons, and lo and behold, none of that was going on, Todd. <laughs> but, but no one was throwing anything. But I, I do notice that people are passionate about what they speak about, speak of. Now, again, I'm not a political person, and I can only assume what they're talking about is something really important because they're fucking living. They're like, so you are out of line, and then if someone's with a hammer, it's like, you will be an order, sir. And it's like, it's almost as if like, speaker. Shit, someone's going to pull out a sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen the video I got on my YouTube about Brian Jean coming to our defense? Oh, uh, no. Okay, we'll play it now. Northern Alberta is a major contributor to Canada's economy. The Fort McMurray Airport is the fastest growing airport in North America, and in the last five years, they've grown from 200,000 to 700,000 passengers annually. Approximately 350 flights leave the Northern Alberta oil sands every week for destinations all around Canada. Most of the passengers are oil sands workers who take home over $100,000 a year, and these paychecks are not spent in Northern Alberta. The money goes to their families in Quebec, Ontario, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, all over Canada. Northern Alberta is the economic engine of Canada. Our region provides 6% of Canada's GDP and creates over 250,000 direct jobs throughout the country. What you hear through the grapevine is not always the truth. People do not understand the good, responsible environmental work that the oil sand companies are doing there. Canada needs Northern Alberta just like Northern Alberta needs Canada. Instead of criticizing, I invite you all to come and see for yourself the truth, what's happening in the oil sands. Here, fucking here. Brian Jean, MP elect. Love it. Love that video. You know, uh, he was wearing a wig. He was. That was <laughs> definitely a toupee. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, and, and I mean, but have you, have you, okay, that, that was fine. And you're like, hey, her, yeah, that's great. Have you ever seen these guys fight? No, I actually have. They fucking like, it, like, they don't go to fisticuffs, but they're just like, you are out of line, sir. You are out of line, sir. I bumped my thumb at thee. <laughs> So it's what just, you're telling me is I gotta watch more Canadian. It Parliament. gets kind of crazy, right? And I mean, the same in uh, the what is it, uh, C-SPAN, the United States one. Yeah, yeah, the C-SPAN gets pretty crazy. And I mean, it, you know, I don't follow politics, but like, you know, they're they're pretty passionate about what they talk. And what I'm getting at is, it, it, I mean, they're talking about that. Are they held accountable for those actions? Probably not, because you know what? No one's watching it, right? Yeah, but, but well, when you get stuff that's when you get stuff that's centered to what you believe in, mm-hmm. like. Did anyone watch that live feed of Brian Jean coming to the aid of Fort McMurray? No. Mm-hmm. But when shit was going down here, did I find it very easily? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's there for you to view it if you want to. Yeah. Should counselors be talking like this on Twitter? To me, yes. Mm-hmm. I think we need more politicians that are extremely candid. Mm-hmm. Calling people idiots that are very much idiots. And my point is the guy that he was arguing with was an idiot. The counselor's calling him an idiot because of what he said, which he was right. His arguments to everyone else on Twitter, half valid, but here's where he loses me. 
great community, but if you don't like top 40 or country, you don't get to participate. What the fuck does that got to do with anything like this? He well, continues. It's basically, opinion. basically what this guy was, I, I then I started attacking him. Now, I'm not going to go into my tweets because you'll read them if you just go into my Twitter page. But basically this guy, he seems like one of those, he's based on his profile picture, and I'm totally stereotyping exactly what I just went on the radio. <laughs> but he seems, and, and how he talks, which is key to what I just said. He makes himself sound like great intellectual. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he's one of those fat geeks that's just like, oh, I'm going to make myself sound intellectual. So there's like, I'm very deep, right? Guaranteed he's one of those guys that's like playing like Crimson Mystical Mages. And it's just like, oh, I'm very deep and I know my thoughts. I'm emo, very emo shit, right? Yeah, yeah. To me, after talk, after arguing the back and forth, he hated Fort McMurray after his 22 years here because he didn't fit in. Now, mm-hmm. is that is that enough to... Hate the place you. You sure you might hate you, you hate your experience well, here, here, here's, here's but the you thing. don't hate. You don't call the town a whole based on your own experiences. Well, the, he the, couldn't hack. But he here, couldn't make. No, it. no, that's that's not that, that's not exactly true. What I would say is, um, okay, you you know what? Okay, fine. He 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 didn't feel Fort Murray was the right fit for him. A lot of people don't, right? But and that's fine. But here's the thing: like that. wherever wherever you go, the city has its problems, right? A lot of the problems that he's talking about are very much the same problems in any other community. There's a lot of right-wing communities in Canada. There's a lot of left-wing communities in Canada, right? Yeah. And if you're if you're of the opposite opinion living in those communities, of course you're going to feel like you're the one singled out, right? But are you going to sit there and bash the community or say, hey, oh, it was never a fit for me? But I mean, that's the whole thing. That's the freedom of expression. He's allowed to have that opinion. Is it a valid opinion? No, because I proved that. Well, you didn't prove anything, Todd. You just you just presented a bunch of tweets. I mean, that doesn't is that going to hold? Like, are you going to take this guy to court over it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying the evidence that I proved mm-hmm. makes his opinion invalid because of his own personal experience. Now, if he was to keep going and say, "I own a business and lost my job because of it," like if he was actually to focus on infrastructure issues, like I couldn't get anywhere, I was always late for work, I lost my job because mm-hmm. I was late for work. You know, you're kind of centering around issues in Fort McMurray that, okay, maybe this guy's got a bit of a point. I can see why he hates it. Mm. But just to say they all made fun of me for being a fat kid in school, I was made fun of being the fat kid in school, but do you think I want to take it out of this town? No. <laughs> and Todd's going to be the RoboCop. <laughs> um, but the, the thing is, um, uh, yeah, but I mean, there's, there's a ton of these guys, right? And the thing is, their opinion is just as violent as ours. And I, I respect I respect his opinion. He can he can have that opinion. It doesn't make it right. The same reason why our opinion isn't necessarily right. Now, do we have more experience on the topic of foreign marine than him? Yes, we do. Right? Does that give us a bit more insight? Maybe it does. That's for whoever's listening or whoever's reading to decide. Right? That's the whole that's Fair the whole enough. thing. Right? Like, but the thing is, I mean, yeah, okay, he didn't cut it, whatnot. That's that's not true. I mean, essentially, I mean, the opportunities here for anyone, you could, like I said, uh, Fort Ring Murray has become a hub for the release of, of criminals, right? The idea is that, you know, it's like even a criminal can make it in Fort Murray if he's willing to work. Well, <laughs> it's funny how you say that because if he's willing to work. You in can, what trade? <laughs> well, no, you can like this town mm-hmm. if you're willing to make it work. Mm-hmm. You can hate this town if you don't bother to make it work. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. It's all about how you make it. Well, I mean, that, that's any community, though. That's, I mean, you make them best. I mean, there's, there's people that could argue that Edmonton is, is a shithole, right? Like people, I know there's people from Calgary, like, oh, I hate going to Edmonton. People from Vancouver, oh, I hate going to Edmonton. Yeah, but I really like Edmonton. But it seems that Fort McMurray gets the worst of it. Well, you know why? Because we have the energy. <laughs> That's why. That's the whole point of the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> to have an insider's view. And on that note, I think we'll have to save it for next week. And again, as always, if you guys want to get a hold of us, want to offer your opinion and insight, because we did ask a couple of questions this week. Yeah, there's homework on this shit. <laughs> um, you can reach us on Twitter. And uh, what's our Twitter tag? Twitter is at YMM Podcast. And our Facebook? Is the fan page. Search YMM Podcast and be sure to hit like. Once you hit like, do it. It becomes into the stream. It's just like we're there. We we're survive. You. We're, we're completely fictional characters. And we can't exist unless you like us. That's right. So if you don't like us, Todd's going to die. <laughs> just so you guys know. And besides, um, this cartoon character is just, just so happy to look at. Yeah, they exactly. just break I'm going to stop making that shit if you guys don't. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, the email, Todd. YMMPodcast at Hotmail.com. It's so easy to remember. 
It's so easy to just send us an email if you want to, even if you want to guest host, if you want to be on the show. Yeah, if you got something to plug, let us know, and uh, we'll try to accommodate you as best we can. Um, We're going to be here. We're not going anywhere. Fuck you guys. YMN Podcast is here to stay, so get used to hearing Totsky. Yeah, and also send in stuff you guys want to hear about, because honestly, you know, we're we're, we're coming up with topics and whatnot, but we want to hear about Fort Murray. We're, again, we're not experts. Maybe you guys are. Let us know This podcast is designed... uh, for to talk about the town that we all live in and vaginas, lots <laughs> of vaginas. So I like to get debates going. I want to hear opinions. I want to hear someone go, Totsky, you're fucking wrong." Yeah, and yeah. then I hit block, and then that's and, when the and ignore, and here. then we <laughs> just listens. <laughs> um, uh, and also, uh, it's not going to come anytime soon, soon. But we are in the works of getting a web page uh, ready and. Uh, once that's ready, you guys can uh, subscribe to it, and it'll also be the hub for all of these pages. So that way, you don't have to go to each one of these pages to uh, to like and, and twit and blah blah blah. Twit. <laughs> it's not tweet anymore. Something it's twit. You got to twit. Like hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, we're only on episode two, and we're already mobile. We already have an iPhone app. Oh, do we? We do. Okay. Sound it. SoundCloud iPhone app. You download it. It's a free app. As soon as you're in, you just search YMN Podcast, and on your iPhone, which is eh, not as good as a BlackBerry, but on an iPhone, you have access to the YMN Podcast. So we're already mobile. We're already ahead of the game. Yeah. Now give us money. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we. Oh, I think we're gonna we're gonna lay down the law right now and say that this is gonna be free. We're gonna provide it free for everyone. There's honestly probably people wouldn't pay for this shit. No. So- <laughs> So it will be free, but it will always be available to you guys. So if there's ever something you guys want to hear about, let us this know. This is a podcast for the people, by the people of Fort McMurray. I like to hear discussions. And Todd hear has the full intention of going out on the streets and talking to people. So if you guys want to hear oh, that. We, we got plans. Give us support. Because support us on Facebook and Twitter. Because the more support we get, the more we're likely to do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. We got big plans. We're going to L.A. in April, and it's going to be a gong show. Yes. I'm gonna we're going to YouTube you might actually hear live audio of Tito begging Kevin Smith to buy his movie. So, <laughs> and you heard it here first on YMM podcast. Hit us up, Twitter, Facebook, email. We're here. All right. See you next set. See you next set. Money. It's a cat.